uh, I'll take any questions. Just looking forward to this week and, uh, you know, um, having our guys prepare well and, and be ready to play against a team that's, uh, that's a re- you know, really explosive, and on, especially on the offensive side. Has some really good athletes and uh, looking forward to the game against Liberty. Hugh Freeze is an amazing coach. He can, and his staff is a well-coached. I mean, they have a lot of experience. So they've been a lot of different places and, and done, done a lot of things in, in college football. So looking forward to that matchup. Do you have any update on Jaron's status or Zach's status? No, I'm not at this moment, no. I'm still day-to-day. So pretty much, yeah, we'll find out day-to-day. So last week, Zach, he was doubtful this, this week. Uh, is it improved? Is Whatever is, yeah, of course. It's better than doubtful. So... <laughs> What's between questionable and doubtful? That's what it is. Yeah, it's between those two. What? Uh, when did uh, Jaron suffer his injury? Was it during that? Uh, I think it was on that on that, that touchdown run. Yep. And so we're just still going to evaluate him. I, I think I said this in the in the post game is that you know, I just want him to be healthy and, and his his uh, life is all that matters to me right now. And we'll just. We'll just go with what our medical. We have really good medical staff, and they, they I trust them, and and uh, you know with the mindset that we'll take care of Jaron first. Lyson just mentioned on the coordinator's corner show that after the USF loss, you took a bigger role on defense. That's something that they welcomed. Can you kind of describe what 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 you've taken on in that responsibility? Just just coaching football, you know, and just trying to be trying to get our guys in the right spot. So I think. Coach Tuyaki and the, and the rest of the coaches do an amazing job. They had some great adjustments that we made, even in this game against Utah State. And um, you know, I oversee the whole team, and so I'm going to be involved in all three phases. And so, uh, you know, I just I trust those guys, and, and whatever I can do to help out and help us win games, I'm going to do. What are your thoughts on on how Aaron has handled these quarterbacks, and essentially he's had three quarterbacks ready to go? And not miss a beat when they come in. Yeah, I, I I've been around A Rod for a long time. We were teammates and friends, you know, when we played here at BYU and worked together for most of our coaching lives, you know. So uh, I have a lot of confidence in him, and I've seen him uh, work. I've seen him, the relationship that he has with his group and you know, with his position groups, and I've seen how they all work together. And that's what you're seeing right now. They're, it's a collectively they're doing a great job, you know. And, and um, whether guys can play or not, they're involved in. And the game plan and involved with their, their, their feedback and it's been a really cool thing to see and uh, A Rod's doing what I, I always knew he could do so a lot of a lot of uh, confidence in him and his skills and his coaching skills. A lot of explosive plays on Saturday from the offense. Was this kind of the the offense? What they showed on Saturday was that what you were seeing in fall camp? Because that was a kind of a buzzword in camp was those explosive plays. Yeah, I think we were able to capitalize and and, and you know make some of those plays. You know, but I I think the uh, I said it after the game that I like the way our, our our team approached the game. I like the the preparation. I like the execution, and um, you know I like that we were able to get some big plays. Well, that's how you got to get points on the board, you know. So um, we were able to make some big plays on on defense as well, and uh, just I just like the way these guys are starting to work right now, and just got to keep building on it, you know. So this is another great opportunity for us this week to play a quality team and. And um, I know it's going to be a big game for all, for us as well. So we're looking forward to the matchup. From the film study, what areas do you want to see improvement coming out of that win? There's a lot of different things that we can improve on. We're going to work on that right now and put this game away real quickly. I mean, uh, we celebrated it enough, you know, so uh, we're focused on Liberty today. And um, we'll make a few corrections, but we'll spend as, as less time on the Utah State game as possible because we've got to move on and, 
and get to the next one. You have four years of coaching experience at an independent program. They're taking the independent route. You know, Liberty is. What's it like? You know, seeing them as they. You know, as you've looked at them, and you know, they're 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 taking a, a journey that you've been dealing with as a coach, just as far as being an independent. Yeah, I think they had a, they had a vision of what they wanted to get accomplished. You know, and then uh, moving into the FBS uh, um, category of, of competing and as an independent, uh, the best thing that they're doing is they're winning games. You know, so they. Uh, right now, they're, they're they're efficient and they have a, a lot of talent and a lot of a um, lot of talent in the skill position, especially too. You see a lot of speed and athleticism, and so uh, I think they have an exceptional receiver. Um, you know, so and, and their quarterback, they've been around. The quarterback's a, a, a senior now, and you, you can see he's a seasoned player. Um, he's the same guy that went into Baylor and led that team to a win. You know, when he was a sophomore, I believe. So. Uh, it just it seems like there's a lot of good leadership on this team, and uh, from their head coach, and also from their staff. And then you're seeing that there's a there's a good connection with him and 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 his, and his receiver. And um, so, you know, I think Calvert's going to cause some issues for us. But uh, luckily, we've been able to go against some really good quarterbacks. I think he'll fit right into what we see from a lot of different people. And I think that receivers they have some really big size receivers, and and, and with the great ball skills, and and uh, they have some really fast and athletic guys that can run around too and, and a big old line so uh, defensively we have to be ready and then defensively they have guys that, that can make plays and they have a lot of athleticism so uh, we're going to have to try to you know we have to work hard and be good in all three phases and, and try to get the result that we want. Along those same lines is there kind of like an inherent respect for Liberty because like you guys they also have an honor code kind of hold themselves mm -hmm. to high standard on and off the field just maybe speak to that. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of similarities. You know, I know that that's that's something that they they have as an honor code as well. And so, uh, you know, there's there's a, I think um, it's going to be a fun game. You know, I know they're go, they're kind of new into the independent stage, and so and new to this this division. You know, so uh, they 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 played some really tough teams. I, they played Syracuse and they played Rutgers and P5 schools right away. And that's I just know that I know that coaching staff. And you look at the experience that's on that coaching staff, and you. And you you marry that with the players that they have and the talent that they have and the confidence that ha that they have, especially after this last week. Um, yeah, I think I think that we're gonna have to be ready for this, and then our guys uh, got to keep improving. Have you crossed paths with Hugh Freeze? I have. Coaching yeah. Circles? Yeah, I've been. Uh, I, we were, you know, see, we see each other quite a bit on, on the um, the conventions and things like that. But we were at, at a, a coaching event this this summer together, and I got to spend a lot of time talking to him and other coaches. Um, and you could see the level of um, just knowledge in the game of football, you know. So, the, and then you look at his coaching staff; they, they've got tons of experience. So, we, this is going to be a good matchup for us. What do you think the team? Because the team looks significantly different for a lot of different reasons than what it started out this year: injuries, things like that. Where do you think the team has evolved the most at this point of the year from where it started at the beginning of the season? Other players, I, I think the connection that they have with each other keeps getting better and better, you know, and, and the belief that they have in each other, is, is, it's impressive. So uh, I've I loved the leadership from this team, but it's not just the upperclassmen. It's everyone that, that's kind of bought into each other and they believe in each other. Even when things are looking really rough, these guys had each other. And that, that's, the, uh, that's the wonderful thing about adversity sometimes. It, 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 you're, you're allowed to know who actually has your back and who's there for you. And... And these guys are enjoying each other's company and having a lot of fun, and they're working really hard. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how hard they work this week to get this win for this weekend. How do you describe 
Baylor Romney, he doesn't come off as kind of the quarterback personality type like maybe you've had in the past. I don't know. He's uh, he's he's handsome and he's tall, and so there's that's that's a quarterback type, right? And he's confident, but I think that uh, he's really humble and he's a great teammate. And the guys, the guy that you see right now that that enters the field whenever he whenever he plays, uh, he handles himself with such professionalism. It's amazing, you know. And um, it's just nice to know that you can always have that that, that guy ready to roll. And, we, we have a, a room full of quarterbacks that can play, you know, so I'm just glad that uh, those guys, they answer the call whenever their number is, is, is up there and and, and uh, they're they're ready for it. And, and I, I just love the the poise and the composure that he's showed. And But, uh, I mean, he's been the same guy when no one really saw him take the field. He's been that same guy every day. And, and if you watch after practice, he's always thrown to his brother after practice doing extra work. And we have a, a we have to end practice pretty early because we have a lot of guys that want to stay out there and do extra work, and that's that's something that that's a huge indicator that this this team works hard. They do a lot of the extra time that that's not required of them, uh, both on the field and, and and also in the film room. How has Zach kind of tackled the, the recovery on, on with his thumb injury? What's like his you know, work ethic? What's he been doing? To yeah, he's break? he's been involved. I mean, all those guys are involved with it and and, and in tune with what's going on with the team. You know, so. Uh, they'll be around as much as they can, and, and in the in the quarterback room and on the sidelines helping them out. And Zach didn't travel, but he was at the game and and was able to, you know, to help out. And, and whenever um, Jaron was out and was he was on the sidelines helping out as much as he can. So they're going to relish the role that they're they've been given and and try to maximize as much as they can with it. Uh, Joe Critchell has done an amazing job too in being ready. So uh, I think it's. It's been nice that those guys have such a great approach to it, but I think the whole team has taken that that mentality of, of be ready when when your number's called. What does, that, what does that say about recruiting that you're able to get guys like Baylor, but you also mentioned Joe and guys to kind of build that depth to get into the program and, and build that quarterback depth for when things go wrong like this? I just know that um, you know I just never want to go without a quarterback, and I know we we spend a lot of time in that position, but we, it really goes for every position group. That you just don't want to be down, guys. You know, so uh, I think that you have to, in order to get them ready, you have to you have to develop them, and and but you also have to have, get them in the right mindset, and you have to get the type of personality that's ready to play, and will do whatever they can to, to help us win, and probably pays more attention and does extra work on their own because they're not going to get the amount of reps. I mean, the fact that Baylor is able to do what he does right now with the limited amount of reps that he's received from fall camp to now. Uh, it's amazing, and that's that's a lot of his own individual work and and how much he does stuff on his own. Because you only have so many reps in practice, and even in the film room. And so, to have these guys, and and it's not just him, but to have players that are involved in trying to get better, watching someone else that that's huge. That, that's huge for us, but it's a, it takes a extreme amount of discipline and hard work and and belief in themselves to be ready. Of the guys that are that have redshirt years available, who's in the best position to maybe compete for some playing time down the stretch run, still maintain their redshirt year? Um, we're still hoping to get you know Troy Warner and Chris Wilcox back, and um, I think uh, you know we we're trying to keep some of our freshmen in, in a redshirt mode. But I think um, to look at the most of the freshmen are still in play to keep their redshirt on. Um, I think uh, George Udo is the only one that's kind of got got past that moment now, so we're just going to play him. And um, but for the most part, I think the other guys are still safe on on their year. Thing with the cornerback, Dimitri Gallo's four, played four games. Is he going to redshirt the rest of the way? Or 
We don't know yet. We're still trying to figure that out. That's kind of all up, all up in the air right now as we look at our depth and do you look at the emergence of Shimon Willis and others that have stepped up in the position and even with the movement of Diane going to safety, you know, we're, we still have the flexibility to move him back and forth if we want to. As an independent program, you used to play a lot of programs each year. You never played before. Are there any challenges to that facing a team like, say, Liberty this week, first time ever? I think it's the same thing goes for both teams, you know, so um, – I know that that uh, we've been independent. We really only play the three teams, pretty much on on a annual deal, right? But the 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 rest of it, it's it's this is the first time Tennessee saw us, and the first time we saw them. So I don't, I don't know if it really matters. You played a lot of sophomores and freshmen. We've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you evaluate their progression as those those guys? Because I mean, at this point in the season, a lot of them are you know seasoned. They played a lot of games. So how do you kind of evaluate how they're progressing? I think the best way to evaluate is to see how well prepared they are, you know, um, and not not just on the field. I think there's a lot of great athletes that can run around, but um, speed does nothing for you on the field if you're running the wrong way. So uh, I think for us is to make sure that mentally they're ready and that they're up for the up for up for the challenge, you know. And and for us is to see how they really want to take advantage of the opportunity that's in front of them and. For the most part, we have a lot of guys that, that are just ballers and want to get in there and, and show that they can make a play. You've gone a lot, we've talked before also about the, the three-man um, front that you've used defensively mm-hmm. quite a bit, used it quite a bit against Utah State. That's a lot of pressure on those three guys to you know, make things happen and be disruptive. What, what have you seen from their development just as, as they've taken on that challenge of, of being the main point of attack guys? Well, I think it's hard, you know, to, to be sitting in that spot and have guys. You're, you're basically asking for a double team, and in some cases with Kyrus, a triple team, you know. But uh, there, uh, if you're looking at three versus five, there's going to be one that's going to be one on one. You better win, you know. And, and I expect if we ask the three guys to, to disrupt the timing of the pass and, and stop the run, then they got to do it. That's just what the, that's the challenge. That's, that's that they can help the team win if they get that done. And uh, obviously. We can do things as a coaching staff to make sure that we're in the right place to win. But um, at times it's not going to look pretty. But if we can stop teams from scoring, and I mean, I, I look at the stats and everyone's like, "Well, there's so many yards, so many yards." Well, when were those yards being done? You know, if you look at that, at the last two drives or last three drives, um, you know, we, I thought we were, we were doing the right thing and playing smart football. But I also look at the trade-off and the turn turnovers that we were able to force. Five turnovers and one one turnover on downs, which is basically six turnovers. I like the, I like the the math in that, and I like the fact that it's hard to win point uh, win games when you only score fourteen points. Last couple of questions. Have any players like uh, Kiefer or Tr- Tristan Hodge uh, have they been rolled out as season-ending injuries, or is there nope. still? Hope that they're going to be back. No, Mitch, but nice try. <laughs> but you guys just have to trust me that when they're out for the year, I'll tell you, right? And so, um, which means that if they come back for the bowl game or whatever, it doesn't matter if, they, if they're back for one game, then that's what it is right now. And right now we're not bowl eligible, and so I'll, I'll make it easier for you. We're not bowl eligible yet, right? And so we're trying to get there, so they're still available to play at least the last game. Um, but hopefully we're getting them back this week, and we, we'll see. Uh, I think um, – Tristan's pretty close, and I think Kiefer's pretty close, so we'll see. What went into the decision to have Keanu go to guard and then get, and keep uh, Blake at, at, off of that right tackle? I think Coach Grimes and Coach Mateos worked it out, and then the guys competed. We talked about competing all the time, and um, Keanu's he's, he's familiar with playing guard. So, um, you know, it's interesting. Our, our, our players can play a lot of different positions at O-line especially, and 
um, that's a huge compliment to the way Coach Grimes and Coach Mateos helps those guys prepare and, and also great for the all five of those guys to know how to play right and left stance and also they can play all, a lot of different positions. I mean, uh, we have James Epi who can play all five positions on, on the line and Tristan Hodge can do the same, but there's a lot of those guys. Keanu can play four because he doesn't snap the ball, but that helps out when you can try to get the best five on the field and we felt like moving Keanu at guard would be a, a good give us the best chance, you know, with, with the competition that we saw all week. Anything else? What's allowed Blake to succeed like he has to this point? He's 18 years old, probably underweight. Yeah, but he's, he's, a, he's a fighter, and he, he works hard. I mean, this guy's not, not new to success and competition. He's explosive, so you look at the things that he's done as a track and field athlete. He's won state and, I think, javelin, Walter. discus, and, and the, uh, the shot put. And if there was a hammer in Utah, he'd win that too. So I think he's done it for a couple years. And then you look at the way he played basketball and, the, and his attitude. He's dunked on a lot of good players. And then guys that are playing in college football this year, he's dunked on them. So uh, he's not afraid to compete. And he has All-American parents that are athletes themselves. So, I mean, his mom's probably one of the best athletes, female athletes to ever play at BYU. So, you know, those and his dad's one of the toughest guys I've ever met. So... You kind of think that would rub off on his on their kid, so I think he he's he's loving playing football and playing O line, and it's a new position for him. And uh, being six eight and three hundred pounds can help out too. A couple weeks ago, when you guys were essentially going through the rough patch, you said you like to coach whether it's good or bad. So now we've got two big wins in a row. It's good right now. I guess my question is, has anything changed? No, I mean I I think I mentioned also trying to we have to. We have to we know what we're playing for, right? And and, and uh, with the limited amount of games that are left, and um, the time that we have left with these seniors, I think focusing on the, on the, that little time we have left, I think you take it for granted when you have ten games or eleven games left. But uh, knowing that you're on the last uh, third of the season, you know, and trying to earn a right to to play one more game, uh, the sense of urgency has got to be there, and, and still playing with a chip on our shoulder and, and, and creating an opportunity for our guys to play at, our, at their best. That's the key that we're trying to get here. And uh, as a head coach, i got to make sure to give them that, that environment where they can thrive and, and get better.